If you're having problems with domestic violence in your life right now, I want you to know that I am here for you and that I love you and that I support you and I respect you. And I want you to know that I am here for you. My brother, peace and love. Peace and love, my brother. How are you, Dr. Man, I appreciate you, brother, for joining us. So with no further ado, my featured special guest, brother Eunice Kane, has joined us. My brother in this struggle, in this thing, in this world that we call life, it is great to have you here, brother. I appreciate you. I love you. I support you. I salute you. I cherish you. And may your son's memories continue to be a blessing to everyone who's crossed his path. Brother, you have a phenomenal story, a heart-wrenching story. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a brother, this is a man who has lost his child to domestic violence. He lost his young child to the streets by the hands of another man. This brother has been tormented every day dealing with the loss of his son. There's nothing I can say, there's nothing you can say to bring his son back. The only thing that I can say to you, my brother, is that I send you my strength, I send you healing, I send you prayers, and I support you, and I stand with you, my brother. I totally appreciate you, and I'm grateful for you to invite me on this platform, so it's an honor to be here with you. Totally honored. It's an honor to have you here, brother. I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. Man, when I first heard your story, brother, you know I was in tears. We talked. We talked. I say, man, who is this brother? I say, man, because I'm a father. You know, I'm a father. And I have sons, and I have a daughter. And I'm like, man, I could not imagine you know, I lost my sister to stage four breast cancer, uh, stage four pancreatic cancer. But I'm not a mother. I'm not a father. I didn't lose my child. So that's a hurt that I can't speak of. So for you to be here, brother, you are resilient. You are powerful. Brother, you have a calling on your life. You are, you are divine, brother. You are a blessing, not just to me, but to everyone who crosses your path. They hear your story. You are you are a force worth reckoning with, brother. And I salute you, brother. Like I mean that from with my whole heart. I'm inspired by you. You are you are my inspiration. You inspire me, brother. So it's nothing to have you on here. I appreciate you. You know what? It's an honor to be here. Like I always say, you know, I see my little brother here as well, joining us. Um no one wants to bury someone they love. Right. It's one of the most difficult things. And the reason why I choose to be on your platform is because I'm motivated by you. And each and every one of us go through our own triumphs in different ways. But the thing is that decisions we make in life are what leads us to our destination. We all have our triumphs, as I've stated, and it's not easy, but you have to find the will within you to keep striving on. The thing is, I've come to discover 
is that many of us discover our true calling when we go through such a triumph. Now, a couple of years ago, if you told me I was going to be doing what I'm doing now, I would have a chip at me. I love being an entrepreneur. I love, you know, having different companies. I love, you know, what I do. But when I lost my son, it's a whole different ball game to me. I had so much anger towards the youths. It was just the thought of me supporting a youth was something that I never thought I would do. But again, I had to reflect on what my son stood for, what he's about. So just like he took a deep breath, I really had to take a deep breath because I needed that inner strength. I needed to fight me. I needed to make sure that my son resonate to so many people what he stood for, what he's about. So a lot of things don't matter to me. A lot of things don't matter to me now. What matters to me is making sure families, mothers, don't have to go to a graveyard to visit their children or have to go to a jail to embrace their children. So that is what I'm about now. And I'm quite passionate about that. Man, brother, just your words, man. Just. And then one to the free association. So I want to see Patty. Your words, brother. I guess I have take two questions I have left. Um, reflections on the. I'm hearing some background. Is that you? Is that you? <laughs> My apologies. Go ahead. Just the words that you are speaking right now, brother, is an inspiration to our youth. It's an inspiration to every woman, every man, every child that's tuning into this live right now. I know that you have an event coming up as well. I'd like for you to tell us about that event that you have coming up. Guys, this is my brother's event. It's not my event. My brother has an event. I saw the flyer. I spoke to my brother. I wanted my brother to come on to tell his story, to tell his son's story, and then also to give my brother an opportunity to talk about his event he has coming up in the, at the end of the month. Because it is important that we support this brother, that we support our brother who lost his child to violence, to domestic violence. So, Brother Eunice, you were telling us I met you on Clubhouse. So, guys, join us on Clubhouse. Join me and Dr. Kenya on Clubhouse. Join my brother, Unisa, on Clubhouse as well. It's Clubhouse is a great opportunity for you all to network and build holistic, organic relationships. I met my brother there, and I am pleased with the platform. I, I can honestly say that I love going to the club. <laughs> I love going to the club. I'm at the club every Thursday. I'm about to be at the club every Friday. I'm at the club, brother. And I'm nah, with you there. I don't have to dance at the club. Well, at least y'all can't see me when I try to dance. So I'll be dancing. I'll be smiling. I'll be having a good time. But I'll be networking. <laughs> I'll be doing what my brother's doing, sipping tea. Dr. King, y'all's tea. I'll be sipping That's tea. It. In the club, okay? <laughs> you, know, you 
know, Dr. Kenyon, the thing is that the first time I heard about Clubhouse, because I have two TV shows that I do, and imagine somebody affiliated with two TV stations, a film company production, we are now merging with another TV station, which in there is called Black Wall Street Media. So we are out there. And the reason why I'm doing all of this is because the media is not actually showing what is going on with our youths. No, they're not. So everything I'm affiliated with, even radios now, we are with ARM. RCM Radio, we're affiliated with them. And the reason why I'm doing what I do, because I need to make sure that what is going on in the streets is heard. What is going on in the street is seen. I make sure Fox Star Film Production, at least once a week, is out there filming these kids, talking to these kids. You understand? Because... So many people say they're aware of what's going on, but it's like they're waiting for somebody else to take action. Right. Why do you have to wait for somebody else to take action? So my organ, our organization, I never say mine because there's no such thing. Because my team and I, what we do is that we feed these kids when it comes to our sessions. Because I don't want Dr. Kenya to be eating and your niece is not eating because you need to have the money for the food. So we buy the food and we all sit together and we break bread together. It builds a stronger bond when we do that. Absolutely. Because if I'm, if you're eating, I'm not eating, it's going to make me feel uncomfortable. It's going to make me embarrassed while everybody else is eating. That means I have to go stand in the corner. Why do all that? So we buy the food and we all sit together. Now there are so many organizations out there supporting youths. My objective now is for us to formulate, come together, build a stronger structure so that way we can support our youths because they're going in and out of jail like it's a hotel. That's right. Recidivism is horrible. Precisely. They don't have fathers in their life. They don't have those father figures, those role models. Trust me, I know. I was there, brother. I was there. I was as well. I didn't have a father. I had a father. Let me say this really quick. I love my father. Okay? My father was always in my life, but he did not live with me. When I was born, my father paid my hospital bills. My father left, went to the military, sent allotment checks home to my mother every month for me. When I was a child, my father made sure that I had everything before there was child support. My father made sure that I had everything that I needed. I didn't want for anything. But I didn't see that. I didn't know that. I just knew every time I went to my father's home, he was not there. I just knew that every time I wanted my father, he wasn't available. I didn't know that my father was in the military. I didn't know that my father was sending allotment checks home to my mother every month. I didn't know these things. I didn't know that my father was actively involved in my life like that until I became an adult. And I realized because we had conversations. And I asked my father, Father, where were you at during these times? Because I remember as a child, I was looking for you. I wanted you to be around. 
You know, I was a victim of domestic violence. My stepfather would beat me, beat my mother, beat my sister, beat my brother. I stood up to my stepfather at eight years old. I, I had my first set of sunglasses. He gave me my black eye. I was eight years old. But I didn't know that I had a black eye. I, I just felt fearless. I felt that I was brave because I was protecting my mother from this six foot eight, 300 pound military guy that was beating up on my mother. Nothing else You're mattered. a man. You're a man. Nothing I was so to hear you, brother, today tell me that you lost your son to the streets, brother, it's, it's horrific. It's heart-wrenching. It's a devastation. You see, Dr. Kenya, the funny thing is that as a serial entrepreneur, I've never worked from college into owning my own business. You know that? Then into buying houses. So... I was, I've always been that kind of individual with that mindset to say, I need out there selling drugs. He wasn't out there causing trouble. He was the type of individual that would help someone that needed support. He simply had a birthday party for his girlfriend at a, uh, at a club. And his birthday was a week before her birthday, after her birthday. So he was having this party. These youths wanted to get into this venue. Security told them, asked them simply, do you guys have an invite? They said, no. Then you guys can't come in. My son happened to be walking by. Security stopped him and said, do you know these guys? He said, no. He asked them, do you guys have an invite? The same question security asked them. They said, no. He said, well, guys, unfortunately, this is invite solely. I can't let you in. He sat outside, waited for him after the event, and shot him. Now, I'm in the UK. I'm about to go on stage to tell these people how wonderful the world is. How can a man go on stage and tell the world, hundreds of people, how beautiful the world is when you are dying inside? when you want to dig a hole so deep that no one else can see you. So the mere fact that he was taken away for not harming no one is quite devastating. And the mere fact that I never had the chance to actually say goodbye to him, you can imagine the frustration and the pain and the anger I had in me. Now, did I want to do harm to those kids that took my son? Without a doubt. But what kind of justice am I doing? I'm taking somebody else's child away. An eye for an eye. No. So now, the same youths, not the same youths, but these youths that are so confused that are looking for their place in society without the proper guidance, as you stated, you know, are out here roaming the streets. You feel as though, now, if you look at the acronym as to why, remember when you were a child, you always say, but why? You know what, what actually why means? What that means? What does it mean, brother? What does it mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? Jackson said it too. Why? 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 why, why? But why? 
But why? Who is you? Mm. I love that. Who but why? Yeah. Who is you? And the thing is that so we created now this organization to support these youths. And now we're taking it to another step to support organizations, charities, businesses, NGOs, and individuals that are trying to make an impact in the lives of our youths. So we create an event on the last Saturday of every month where we have speakers from all over the world on our platform. Before, we used to stream it via TV and then play it on the radio on Sunday because the event is on Saturday. And Sundays, we have someone that takes it to the radio station and they play it. But I feel as though financially, I'm spending for everything. I'm paying for the venue, I'm feeding the youths, I'm paying the team, so, and we're not getting no grants. We're not asking for any grants, so now we say, well, we're going to be charging 10 pounds for people to come in and see these speakers. These speakers, the objective is for them to support other organizations that are making an impact. We have psychologists on the platform, we have had the mayor on the platform, we have somebody from the mafia. Can you believe that? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, you know, I'm making phone calls like I need a favor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got to do what we got to do. So I need these kids to see. And one thing the gentleman from the mafia said is, the mafia is a family. That's right. But when you become part of their family, you tie your life. Your biological family is now second. That's right. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah. But your family will also kill you. Mm. A lot of people on the streets that act like they're gangsters, when they go to jail, those are the ones that become rats to tell now, them you. Or, or somebody's wife or girlfriend. <laughs> Precisely. So it's a lot of things to it. And also... Your so-called friends that are with you on the streets, if something happens to you, they're not going to be there when you get locked up. That's it. So we need to find a structure to support these youths. So now my organization, Camaro Youths, slash Saving Our Next you know, Generation, is bringing speakers globally from all over the world to be on this platform to support these organizations. Are we getting anything from it? No. But we have a motive. April 24th, we give out awards to 10 organizations, charities, and businesses around the world that are making an impact Love in the lives of our youths. Beautiful. Beautiful. And now we're building water pumps in different parts of the world in honor of my son. So is our job done? No. no. It don't matter where a youth lives. They still deserve to be a youth. They need our guidance. They need us to protect them. That's right. I was one of them many moons ago, man. Confused, vulnerable, trying to look for my own place in society. Right. So it's not easy.
but we intend to keep striving on and bringing a lot of people up on board. Are we spending too much money? Without a doubt. <laughs> but you know what? Money comes and goes. That's it. That's it. You know, when I leave this earth, when my journey comes to an end, I'm not taking anything with me. That's right. That's right. So while I'm here, I may as well utilize that. Once upon a time, my accountant called me and said, um, he needs to say, yeah. He said, do you know how much you spend this month? I said, uh, not really. <laughs> not too much. He said, can you imagine it's a little bit over 10 grand? I was like, what do we do? I guess we need to do a little bit more then. <laughs> the but, that we do we always ask ourselves what more can we do for the indeed. Indeed. indeed it's not how much more money or how, how much how less money can we spend how much more can we do for the plight of our people that's important I like that that's I it. definitely like that we can never do enough when it comes to the plight of our people. Many before us have come and gone and lost their life. They have become the sacrificial lamb for us. Indeed. Wait. No matter how much money we have, the millions or billions or trillions of dollars, it will never be enough for the blood, sweat, and tears of our ancestors that were raped and murdered and brought over here illegally. Not, not only that, but for the 400 years of slavery that we have experienced in America, for the... Hundred plus years. Don't forget the plus on that. Right, for all of that that we've been experiencing here, right? For the systemic racism, for the police brutality, for the uh, so-called black-on-black crime, for the for all of these things that we have continued to endure because we as so-called black people are still not free. We as so-called black people are still subjected to racism, to oppression, to all of these things. We are still not 100% free to travel whenever and wherever we want to travel as a whole, as a body. There's no way in hell you should have been restricted as a father, as a man, as a human being to be confined, to be confined to the country of London, the UK, and not be permitted to fly back to the U.S., to be there for your family, for your child that you just lost, there's no way in hell. If we were free as a people, because when we are born, we are born with certain inalienable rights, inalienable rights. God gives us these rights that we are free, that we are human. We have free choice. This, my brother, is what we are fighting for. This, my brother, is what we must continue to fight for so that we, as a whole, will be free. So that our you know, as a whole, will be free. You know, the thing is, the saddest thing, 
is that we're entrapped. It's us. There's no unity. You understand? Let's call a spade a spade. I'm working with a cop here that deals with the prime minister. You understand? And he's a black gentleman. He says, you will not believe who comes into our station to report the next black man. You will not believe when we go into the community, what we see that a lot of people don't see. You understand? There's no unity. When we say we come together, when some, I grew up in America. I grew up in one of the roughest neighborhoods. You understand? But now, a lot of things the police used to do was going unseen or unheard. But now that we have cell phones, we're recording. Oprah Winfrey is aware of this. Tyler Perry, the reason why I'm calling them because they are recognized and accepted into so many different aspects. But instead of us to say, okay, I have this money, let's build something. You understand? Let's build something. We don't have, if you go into some community, you see us, instead of me to go into a black shop, I rather go into a Chinese man's shop and spend my money. Instead of me to respect the black man's shop that is trying to survive, I'll go there and argue with him and try to steal from him or try to beat the price down. But when I go to the Chinese man's shop, I'm paying him what he's asking me to pay without arguing, without disrespecting him. And you're killing yourself because they think they got their food filled with so much MSG, monosodium glutamate. You're killing yourself, calling yourself high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, all this stuff. <laughs> you see, but, you know, we're not educating ourselves. You know, the thing is, you don't have to read a book nowadays. Right. You can grab Auntie Google and say, Auntie, what's, you know, what's this, this, and this, and this? A lot of people don't understand that if you look at a lot of things, the light bulb, a lot of things. There was a lot of us, black people, that were trying to create these things, but they're not acknowledged. Right. Who was the, who was the first black woman pilot in the Air Force? Oh, I just saw her. I just saw her, too. Uh, I don't remember her name, but I did see I saw her recently, and I was like, oh, wow. She was yeah. a young lady, too. The sewing machine. The mechanic. These are things that our youths don't know. Now, are we going to go into this thing? No. But the thing is that when they come into our session, come out with your session, not just are we using the SWOT analysis to get a better understanding of who they are, their strength, their weaknesses, and so forth, but we try to educate them in a way where they're not looking at it as, oh, I'm in school. By us using reverse psychology in them, they're comprehending more than they think they're comprehending. Sometimes when you force somebody to do something, they will rebel. That's but when you present it, every time they're going to rebel. Precisely. But when you reverse it in a certain way, and you let them think it's their idea, they're willing to come on board. So that is what we do. 
everything we do, we structure it as to say, okay, let's try this method. We're not trying to change the will. We're just trying to better the will. That's right. By saving one child at a time. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> man, I love it, brother. I love it, man. I love it. You know, our job is not over. Now, am I going to be here to see what I want to see? No. My little king, when he started, he did not believe that he was going to live a legacy. You understand? He did what he was doing because he felt as though that was is needed. It's an injustice. It's not right. Somebody had to speak up. It takes one person to move a mountain. If you start a journey and people can see your journey, some will join you. But if I sit down and say, well, I'm not doing anything. I want to see what Dr. You know, Kenya is going to do. Then you are sitting there waiting to see what Bobby is going to do. Then Bobby's sitting there waiting for Kenny. Is that a what? Stillmate. Nobody's doing anything. Yeah, it's a stillmate. Everybody's moving nowhere. So, But one person can make a difference, and that is what we're about. One person. That's right. It starts with thought. Thought brings forth action. And I, I want to take a few moments to just acknowledge our youth. I have a son that's 14 years old. I have a daughter that's 13. So our youth are very passionate. We must, we must encourage them to fulfill their dreams. We must encourage them to continue striving to be the best that they can be. Because the moment we look away, the moment we turn our ears away from what they are saying, the moment they lose hope. The moment we tell our children or don't tell our children or praise our children for the work that they are doing, it might be something as simple as creating Minecraft uh, structures. Praise your child. It might be something as simple as building Lego blocks. Praise your child. It might be something as simple as your child creating a YouTube video for the first time or, or drawing or being artistic, creating works of art. Praise your child. Acknowledge. Acknowledge your child. You know, you know one thing we tell parents is that try. What does try mean? Take responsibility of yourself or of your action. We just add the action or self, but it's take responsibility of you. That's right. That's right. You understand? People say, I'm trying, I'm trying. What does try mean? Take responsibility of you. What are you doing? That's right. Our children are very intelligent. They, they, up, they observe more than they, we think they observe it. And if you think about us, when we were young, you know, many months ago, we would sit in the corner and try to listen. That hasn't changed. Don't do as I say. Do as I do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, so we try to 
you know, deploy the essence of strategize. Strategize. Don't just jump in. If you need support, come to us. We're here. We're global. We're building a team in America. We'll be having a team in Canada. We're building a team in Africa. We're building. Let's work together. If we don't work together, if we don't strategize, you're going to go to war without strategizing? It's not a war. You cannot execute without proper strategizing, without planning. So what good are you going to war? I saw myself with, I don't want to say people that are better than me because we're all equals. But I surround myself with people that are philanthropists, people that are seeing something that is wrong and willing to take an action. And I call those, call them fit for purpose. And people that get on my stage on the last Saturday of every month, I call them forward thinkers because those are the people that can strategize and execute while they're still standing up. And that's what we need. We need strong people. We need to come together. Regardless who you are. That's right. You are here for a purpose. And the greatest day of your life is not the day you were born. It's the day that you discover your true call. The day you discover your purpose. Right, because we are walking in our own history. We are walking our own history. And this is what I have to say to our youth and to any adult. Pursue your dream without permission. Pursue your dream without permission. Don't wait on no one. Pursue your dream without permission. (laughs) So often we are waiting for permission. We are looking for acknowledgement. We are looking for the go-ahead. No. Just do it. Just do it. You know... One thing I always put emphasis on, I hear, well, I was born in the projects. I'm going to die in the projects, but I'm poor, this and that. Mm. You're looking for excuses to fail. I grew up with Wu-Tang. I seen how we were in the streets. You understand? I seen people that were so called in the projects become millionaires. If you want something, you set your mind right. You strategize. Is it going to be easy? Absolutely, utterly not. But if you have that mindset to say, okay, I will fail, but if I fail, I'm going to get up and try again. Do you know the richest place in the world? Mm. The graveyard. Mm. So So many people live this world without, you know, accomplishing their million-dollar dream. Why? Because they failed. Why? Because somebody told them you cannot do it. The gentleman that owned, the, the gentleman that owned um, you know, this coffee company, um, I think it's called, no, it's called Boston, Boston Blue or something like that. His name is Tom. He and I, we are very good friends. He's a millionaire. Guess where he, he dropped out of school in the 10th grade. Why? She just told him he's dumb. Mm. 
And when I talked to him, he said, man, you need to one thing I can tell you is that everybody that have A, go to school, get A or B plus or whatever, it's a crap for them. He said, but do you know what they're good for? I said, tell me. He said, they're good at taking instructions. Yeah. People like us, we don't we like, like to think out the box. <laughs> <laughs> we, we create our own. Precisely. Now, there's also a gentleman that I had on my stage. His name is Gresham. He's in Clubhouse. Gresham grew up on the islands. Gresham did not know how to spell his name till the age of 25. Yeah. And now, he is traveling the world as a motivational speaker. So when somebody tells you cannot do something, challenge them. When they say you can't, you can. You are the captain of your ship, your destiny. <laughs> exactly. And then when somebody says it's impossible, what does impossible mean? It's impossible means I am possible. That's right. I am possible. It's possible. It is. There's nothing that is in, there's nothing that is impossible. Right. I want it to be on TV. I left America, had two businesses. Black Line Entertainment, and I was buying houses, Camara Homes. You know, I like my name, right? Out to put Camara everywhere. I see. <laughs> yeah. So, so I came to the UK. I said, you know what? I want to be on TV. Who's going to put a guy like me on TV? I'm going to buy my own TV. Amaze TV was born. Wow. We ran with it. Beautiful. Hmm. I think I need another TV station. <laughs> <laughs> then A and B TV came. Okay. I need to be in the movies. Fox Star Film Production came. <laughs> hmm. I need to be on the radio. That's it. RTM Radio came. That's it. I love it, brother. I love it. You know what I mean? So now it's like I'm thinking Black Wall Street. I reached out to them. Sean, what's going on? You need to say, what's going on? My name is something that rings a bell because I'm relentless. Yes. We need to work together, Sean. Sean's like, nah, man, I'm good. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not good until I'm good. <laughs> and now. We are coming together. You understand? So anything you want to do, if you can visualize it, you can accomplish it. Laws of attraction. Your words are very powerful. Speak it to the universe. The vibrations of the universe. We will. We will connect. So when I hear people telling me it's difficult, what do you mean? It's Explain to me what difficult means. Mm. Who's making it difficult? It is you that is making it difficult. That's right. It is you that don't have to believe in yourself. You know? Listen, that's why when I said I'm doing this project, I used to travel like <laughs> so much. There's no way I've not been. But for the past year or two, I refuse to travel 
because I want to make sure that what we are doing now, Kamawi Youths, is doing what it has to do. I'm making sure that parents are not burying their children. I believe that our kids are supposed to bury us, not the other way. That's right. That's right. So as long as we are here breathing, let's give our children the support that they need. If they are good at something, let's nourish that talent. These kids are so talented. I had a, a youth on my program, Mohammed. When he's a motivational speaker, he said, Mr. Kamara, watch how you talk and you're always moving your hands. Look at me, I'm moving my hands. <laughs> this kid came on my platform. I've been talking to him, his family. I got him a job as a speaker in America, paying him $7,000. Beautiful. For one hour. And he's beautiful for one hour. And he's 12 years old. Beautiful. And I posted his video on my IG. He's from Albania. So I have this other young girl here in the UK. She went to the doctor and they kept giving her all these deodorants to try. And she kept reacting to the deodorant. And they wanted to start giving her steroids. Her mom said no. Mm. She went home and told her mom, I think I need to create my own deodorant. That's right. At that, at that age, at that point, she was seven, seven and a half. I came in her life. She built, she has her own deodorant now. She made her own deodorant. Yeah. I had on my, I had on my show, the mindful session. I brought other entrepreneurs on the show that will support her. So our children are so talented, but yeah. if we don't get the proper team around them, if we don't support them and nourish that talent, what justice are we doing for them? Exactly. How are we serving them? And if we want to, and we want to sit in the corner and point fingers and say, oh, he's a bad boy, or she's this, or he's that. Let's stop pointing the fingers. I was bad. I'm not going to say I'm good because I've been shot a couple of times, but I was bad. But I had somebody that believed in me. And regardless how bad somebody is, if an adult shows respect to that person, regardless how bad they are, they see that old lady or that old man or that person coming, they will stop what they're doing to show them respect. If we show these youths respect, they will respect us in That's return. Right. If we try to empower them in a positive aspect, they will say, somebody believe in me. I That's can right. do better. Respect goes both ways. You can't dictate to the youth and tell them anything. This is the X generation. This is the Y generation. I know how it was when I was coming up. I was hard-headed. I didn't want to listen to what nobody was saying. I had to learn my own way. I asked the questions why. <laughs> right, so I understand, but I'm gonna say this. I wanna, um, I wanna do this. I wanna welcome everyone to Kenya Speaks podcast with Brother Unisa. I am Dr. Kenya, so I wanna welcome Kimberly. I wanna welcome everyone that I missed, uh, Brother Karis. Uh, I wanna just welcome everyone. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I wanna give our beloved brother an opportunity to share with you his event before my phone dies. So. 
Brother Unisa, go ahead and give them the event information. The, uh, the, the event bright information is on my uh, Instagram page. This is Brother Unisa's event. Look at the flyer that he posted. This isn't my event. This is his event in honor of his son that he lost to the streets to uh, violence, okay? So, brother, go ahead and give them the information. Tell them about the information before we get out of here. And then you and I will talk. I know it's late there, and I know you're tired. But we'll get a chance to talk. I'm up to five. I'm up still. I'm up all night working. Oh, oh don't worry right about here, it. We're going to talk as soon as we get done with this live. <laughs> I love you, brother. Go ahead and take us away. Take it out. Love you, too. My event, it's an event that I do on the last Saturday of every month with 10 powerful speakers. Now, I've just added another person who's a language, you know, um, interpreter for those that cannot hear. So that way they can make sure that they un what's going on is understood. Our event, we have psychologists, doctors, every profession, CEO, or entrepreneur you can think of. Every powerful speaker has been on my stage. On the last Saturday of every month, we have our event. This event, this month, I have some phenomenal speakers that you will not want to miss. Engage with us. Ten pounds for the ticket. We're charging ten pounds, not for my benefit. It's for the youths that come to our sessions. We're feeding these kids. So when you come to our event, you are going to walk away with something that is of worthwhile. You can engage with our speakers. It's not after the speaker he walks away or she walks away. No, they stay on that platform to interact with you. Become a forward thinker. If you want the link to the event, DM me the word events on my IG and I'll send you the link or DM my brother, you know, the word event and we'll send you the link. Absolutely. And it's and on the Instagram page too. Because I posted it with your flyer. So you guys can look at the event for tonight. It's on the flyer. It's 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 on uh, I posted it already. So guys definitely check it out. Go ahead, brother, continue. Yeah. So I want you to get involved with us. You are a game changer. You know what is going on in the streets with our children. If you don't get involved now and you wait for another two years, that child that you just supported can be the child that might save your life or your child's life. You never know what that child will become. Mm -hmm. Don't say, well, I'm in America. How is this going to benefit me? We are also creating an organization called Camaro Units in America. Our organization is global, and we are working with other organizations as well. That is why we created this event to support all these organizations, because many organizations have reached out to us saying, well, we are running out of ideas. Well, you don't have to run out of ideas anymore. <laughs> we got seen. you. <laughs> you know, so when you engage with us, organizations will reach out and say, listen, we need support. What's going on? Well, we need a psychologist. Well, we need somebody. Oh, say no more. We'll send one to you. Have a Zoom call, and we'll see how we can get them to your country. Absolutely. Our children need us now. That's right. Now is the time to take action. Don't say wait till tomorrow. 
Right. Get in Trainers, I will precisely register. Tell your friends, tell your families to register. Join us if you're in the UK. I welcome you all to come meet my kids. I called on my kids. Right. Welcome. Even though sometimes they scare me, but you know, <laughs> I'm an old man. But engage with us because now is the time. We never know when we're going to leave. So we need to start a ripple effect. That's right. So when you see it will help another. Follow my brother Unisa on his page. Follow him. Stay in, in, in contact with my brother. He's a great man. He, he's man. His brother is phenomenal. He's on it, and he has a passion for our youth. You can hear it. You can see it. Man, support this brother. Go follow him. If you haven't followed him already, DM the brother. You'll see all the information about the event, ticketed event. Hey, brother. Salute you, man. Respect. Respect. Bless you. And we'll talk soon. Thanks to my brother. All right. Go on, brother. Peace and love. Thank you all. Everybody have a good night. I appreciate you. Good I'm night. Dr. King Yah. That was brother Unisa K. All right? All right, y'all. Be easy. We love y'all. Peace and love. Hopefully we'll be able to save this live. I don't know. Instagram be funny acting sometimes. We'll see. <laughs> I love you, brother. Peace. I love you, too, bro. Let's chat. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. King Yah. Welcome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
chose not to record it. Shoot, I just couldn't record it. Hello? Thank <clears throat> you. 